the Health Habits Coach podcast. This is the Monday Habit with your host, Claire George. So let's begin. So hi, and welcome to the Health Habits Coach Monday Habit number 10. I'm really excited because this is the first Monday Habit I'm attempting, uh, you know, sort of live video and and so hopefully it's all working out because many people in my community you know like to see the person talking and and it gives an extra dimension especially with coaching and so but as you know with Monday Habit it's all about getting getting to the point Claire <laughs> less of the chat so straight into the coaching today's topic number 10 is about health span habits and uh, and how you can I'm going to give you five incredible habits to help you ensure that you have the best health span you can possibly have but first off for many people it's like what you're talking about health span what is that exactly um you know because lifespan we've heard of that yeah lifespan how long i live average age um in the uk currently is around 84 for um uh, in a in a depends on your postcode frankly but around 84 for a woman and about 81.7 or something for a man and um and so that's a lifespan there the age from birth to death um but there's really become a much bigger conversation around our age and aging process in recent years. And um, and in my master's in health psychology, it became a really big sort of focus, really. And and that's because health span, um, we'd 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 put all our all our medical and um, you know, sort of healthcare systems was focused on getting people to live longer, basically, for the last few decades and Every year, it just kept getting older and older, although actually in the last two or three years in both America and in Britain, it's now coming, it's coming off a little bit, um, the averages. But, but, but the focus, they started to recognize that we can live for longer, but how much are we enjoying our lives and what kind of health do we have in our say 70s in our 80s in our 90s um and and really starting to address that there's two different conversations there um and that maybe we shouldn't just put all the markers all the emphasis on how long we live but how good we feel and how healthy we feel as we age and so health span is really about healthy aging in effect and um it's it yes it is be about being you know free from disease or free from as much sort of serious or chronic disease as possible but it is also really truly um about sort of the quality of life and if you you know as i i learned in my masters if you, if you look at the world health organization's uh definition of health span then it really comes down to this quality of life and these four key quadrants right if i'd got a cross four key quadrants and and that is your physical health um you know sort of all those those diet nutrition movement um sleep that kind of stuff and then there's um your mental health and and those that type of you know how how well you feel how happy you feel and then um and then there's your social health. Just how often are you getting out? What connections do you have? What support networks do you have? And then, and then the fourth quadrant is your spiritual health, which is questions all around um, your sense of purpose, uh, meaning. Uh, you know what you feel your life, the point of your life is all about. And the more you feel positive in that that quadrant, the better your spiritual health. So it's not so much of a faith thing, um, in that sense. Anyway, so that's that's what how how um, the World Health Organization 
kind of would get to the heart of of your quality of life and so and and measure it and then you get an actual score you can you can go online and do the the who qol um uh, test it'll take you about 25 30 minutes um but it's freely available and um and then you'll get this score and that'll tell you basically how happy and healthy you are in essence, in a broad sense. And and then you can use that score. And if you did it on your birthday every year, you'll know whether you're increasing your health span by increasing that score or whether it's going down, down each year, because actually your health, your experience of your health is decreasing as you age. So that's a, a little tip there. But But also when we talk about age, the word age, how do we, is that all that it's about? Just aging? How, how many years my chronological age is how many years I've been alive from my birth to my death is your chronological age, you know. Um, but what about you may have heard of a biological age? And that's really started to come into this space around this healthy aging, around health, increasing your health span. And that's um, really about your functional capacity um, based on different sort of biomarkers. And so now we're starting to sound a little bit biohacking, aren't we? Indeed, we are, because this is really what biohackers are trying to hack into is these biomarkers and, um, and sort of how old their cells actually are, because we might have been on this earth 50 years. But if we've looked after ourselves, <laughs> what, 60 years, 70 years? But the better our health habits, the more that we will have looked after the cells in our body, the more that, um, you know, our body, actually the cells won't have aged. They won't have had that oxidative stress. They won't have had as much inflammation. And so they're fresher and still got more, more in the tank um, than other people's cells that have maybe smoked and drank heavily and eaten a lot of junk food and never do any exercise and all these kinds of things would really affect those biomarkers. And um, and there's a Dr. Horvath who designed, he's got the Horvath clock, which is based on 353 epigenetic um, markers. And, and there's this test you can also get done now that will give you a more physical kind of goal um, approach to impacting your health span uh, through your habits, through your biohacking, as it were. And I believe there's tests in the States that you can do for about $300. Um, again, go look into it if you want to. Um, you know, that might be something of interest to you. But for today's episode, I'm the health habits coach that so I focus on your day in, day out lifestyle habits that you can do to improve your, you know, health span, improve your quality of life. And basically, as a result, you'll be happier and healthier as you age. So here are my five top health habits to help you enjoy, you know, be as you feel, be, feel as young as possible by whatever marker you're using. And, um, and, and enjoying your aging as much as possible. So the five health habits, starting with number one, we've got strength. And this is like a bit of a paradigm shift. Can you, instead of focusing on calories and weight management, can we focus on muscle being strong? Can we? Can we do this? Can we really get to the heart of what I want from my body. And that is strength as I age. Um, that's what gives me the options to do whatever the heck I want with my day is being able to be strong enough 
to go do whatever comes into this crazy mind of mine um, sometimes. So, so it's really recognizing that building strength is really what it is the foundation of healthy aging in honesty and like metabolic strength. So how do we build strength? We build muscle, but how do we build muscle? Well, yeah, exercising and what else? We need that nutritional base as well. And we need some really, you know, sort of dense nutritional foods regularly in our diets. So it's proteins and, you know, sort of all the different healthy, my big three, you know, protein, fiber, healthy fats. Those are going to be the three core nutrients to base your, your meal choices around so that you have a balanced diet, yes, but that you are making sure you get plenty of those three core nutrients to help build your muscles and then build your strength. So it could be like this, base, build a better you, yeah? Um, so the second health habit is sleep. As we age, yeah, for the health span, there's nothing like having regular, consistent circadian rhythm cyclical sleep as we learned in last week's episode um with my guest expert dr Catherine darley on the show on the podcast do listen to it if you haven't already it's she's just an incredible you know 25 years as a naturopathic sleep physician um one of only two in the world that has been in that space that long and, um, you know, she really, she's on PBS as an expert, um, you know, so she, she really gave us some insight. And she talked about during our sleep, if we cut our sleep a bit short, and we only say get six hours when we normally have eight, then we might not get this growth hormone that's released. And the growth hormone is needed to repair. So you can imagine we're aging, we're trying to reduce that cell damage. So we need to be able to do that repair process all the more as we age. So for health span, as Catherine, as Dr. Um, Catherine would say, get your sleep. And also we had, I've got on the podcast coming up in the next week, so you'll have to wait for that till next episode, is um, Dr. Sally. And Dr. Sally, um, uh, uh, her name's actually Dr. Sally Good, uh, founder of, of Good Good Brain, Good Body. And and Dr. Sally talk, it was on talking about, she's um, a published author, preventing dementia and and she spoke about how during our sleep we have these little cleaners with little brooms and things I don't know that's not a very broom-like thing but anyway we do we have <laughs> trust me we have um, little sweeper people that go around our little neuron cells and brains and stuff like that um, as we sleep and do this amazing, incredible job of cleaning up all our pathways so they stay nice in ship shape. And as Dr. Sally says, that is one of the biggest risk factors for dementia, for cognitive decline, that you actually do have um, control and, and, and able to manage as a, as a health habit. Okay, third health habit for healthy aging and, and your health span is uh, your social network. Wow. All the research shows, it really does. The number one, I mean this, the number one indicator of happy and healthier aging is a person's social network, social support system, social connections, social happiness. And that's why it is one whole quadrant of the World Health Organization's sort of definition of what health is and, and quality of life. Because it is so important for human beings to be socially connected, 
for optimizing health, especially as we age. Because as we age, we tend to need a bit more help with things. And if we're not very connected and we don't have many much of a, a network, then we tend to become more isolated. And obviously, as we age, um, you know, the reality is that many of us lose friends. If we only have a couple of friends to begin with and we've cut off, we no longer work, we've retired, we've... Um, we no longer do the sports that we used to do, for example. So we've cut off this part of our social network and this part and this part. Most people who are currently in their 70s, 80s, 90s, most of them aren't fully engaged in an online way for their social friendships. Many do, but many more don't. And so it's recognizing that building out a social network that is is big and it's wide and it's strong and it's connected, that is going to be the best health habit you can you can foster and you'll have a great time while you're doing it. So definitely go for that and I and I did see the repercussions of not having a of not having a, a social support network when I worked um at the GP practice and medical uh, local uh, practice as uh, in one-to-one -one patient support and I was helping people with isolation with loneliness and I can't tell you day in, day out, my job was to help support people in their 70s, 80s, 90s predominantly. And um, and the universal thing was that they really, really wanted to just be able to do what they wanted to do with their day. And um, and so that's why, you know, sort of being able to have your health, keep it up, have that sense of network. It really, really makes all the difference to every single one of us as we age. So going on to number four nicely, this is a great segue because what I'm really talking about is being a health boss. Yeah, you are CEO of your own health. And I coach this all the time to my groups um, that, you know, because most of my groups are a little bit before that age of that sort of post-retirement. They're leading up to it or just retired. So their 50s, 60s is the most common age bracket in my coaching community. And, um, and so I really take the learning from that medical practice days of older, uh, more senior patients and their experiences and what what has led to their outcomes in terms of the health span and try and apply it in your 40s, 50s and 60s. So yeah, do recognize that being a health boss is like being a CEO of a company, except the company is your body and your brain and your gut. And what can I do? What are my choices? What's my decision making like? Am I thinking of comfort today and having a nice cushy lunch? that I'll call a business lunch? Or am I doing the hard yards because I want my business to thrive going forwards and I'm going to be strategic about what I give my resources to, my time, my energy, my money, because I am going, I am CEO and I'm going to invest those core resources in my health because I recognize that health is your first wealth. Okay, and then number five, little, little, often, often, the mantra of the health habits coach, aka me. <laughs> and that's because I just, all the jobs I've had from being a mom <laughs> to helping people in their 90s, all of them, I recognized that what we end up having in our world, for good or for bad, is, is almost always a result of a compounding nature. And especially as we age, 
It's about my habits over the previous years and decades that have led me to where I am now. Or as Oprah Winfrey would say, it's the breadcrumb trail. You know, if I want to know how come I'm here, how did I get here? I just look at the breadcrumb trail that led me to here. And Oprah Winfrey is absolutely spot on. She always is, let's face it. Um, but she's absolutely spot on because she she's really identifying that each and every decision you make, every meal you have, every time you go to the gym or don't go for that walk, every time that you say, turn off the Netflix early so that you can get to bed a bit sooner, all of these different health habits, the little, little, often, often, it really adds up. And in the end, it does lead you to what you get from, certainly from a health span and a quality of life point of view. So do remember, the tortoise does win the race though. So as we age, we might be a little bit slower in some ways, but we are smarter and we are more capable of becoming more strategic as we age because we know ourselves. We are the experts, we're the CEO, and we're going to be smart and strategic. And by that, I mean, we're going to, you know, sort of recognize that doing something, you know, a little, but doing something each day is always going to be better than not doing anything at all. I wish you all the best. I hope you have a good one with this. There's some really good habits in there uh, for healthy aging. And no matter what age you are, do remember that I do talk about uh, your building your health pension. That's what I stand for, to be honest. Um, that's what I hope the Health Habits Coach will become in the, in the years to come, is um, a place that you consider as your health pension. Just like you have a financial pension and you invest into that with money for the long term, you're going to invest your daily health habits for your own health pension so that you just enjoy your aging as much as any other wonderful phase of this human life. Until the next episode, I wish you all the best, get into action and do stay really healthy.